You're listening to the weekly Parsha podcast with Ari Goldwag, recorded with Hashem's never-ending assistance in Ramah Israel, 5781, 2021. This week's Parsha is Parsha's Yisro. Our Parsha has the Aseris Hadibros, the most monumental event, the most unbelievable moment in all of history. One and a half million people experienced the revelation of Hashem unparalleled until the final day when we will all experience HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Mashiach comes. We want to understand what happened there. What was the power of that moment? And we'll see in the Medrash that that moment is indeed connected profoundly to a future moment, to the time when HaKadosh Baruch Hu will reveal Himself to the world. And what did Hashem say? The first of the Ten Commandments, the first of the Aser Sadiris was, Anoichi Hashem Elekecha, I am Hashem your God. Says the Medrash, an amazing thing. The verse tells us in Amos chapter 3, verse 8, says, When the lion roars, who shall not fear? The lion's roar is incredibly powerful. I read on the internet that the lion's roar is, can be up to 114 decibels, 25 times louder than a lawnmower. That's really loud. The lions roar. Why does he roar? He roars to protect his territory. He roars to show his power. He, sh- he roars to protect his family, his cubs. And he also, interestingly, roars quietly when he plays with his own cubs. Says the Pasuk, when the lion roars, who shall not fear? When he said, I am Hashem your God. He was roaring to the world. He was roaring to the Jewish people like a lion. And he was saying, this is my territory. This earth belongs to me. You want to exist here? You want to be here? You should understand from the onset. There's only one reason to be here. There's only one purpose. And this place is mine. If you want to exist here, you have to be here on my terms. And these are the terms. The terms of the Torah. Dixiv. As the verse says, Who shall not fear you, O king of the nations? For it is to you appropriate to praise. Hashem is the one that we fear. Hashem is the one that we know we have to have fear. Yes, it's not a popular thing to say. We need to have fear of Hashem. We have to be afraid that we're not doing what's right. We have to be afraid that we're not in line with Hashem's will, because otherwise we're not in His world. We're not in His world. We need to be in His world. The world belongs to Him. I am Hashem your God. He's like a lion. I'd like to point out to you the second part of the Pasuk, because it's going to be essential to understand. The second part of the Pasuk, Hashem The first part of the Pasuk says, When the lion roars, who shall not fear? And the second part of the Pasuk says, When Hashem speaks, who shall not be Minave? Who shall not prophesy? So, what we see here is very, very interesting. This Pasuk applies to us. It applies to the giving of the Torah. The Torah was given to us as a nation and to each and every one of us individual. All of our souls were there. And the Medrash is telling us that there's a, a loud roar. There's a loud roar. And just like when Hashem speaks, when a person hears God speak, he has no choice but to repeat the words of God. 
needs to prophesy, he needs to say, this is what Hashem said. Each of the prophets, Jeremiah, Isaiah, Yechezkel Hanavi, all these prophets, they heard Hashem speak, they had no choice but to speak. Yonah Hanavi is the prime example. He's trying to run away. Hashem forced him to speak. When you hear Hashem's voice, you have to speak. What is the idea? I was thinking about, you know, a lion's roar. A lion roars, it's the most powerful shaking. We're going to see there's a shaking that goes on. There's a shaking. We're, we're fearful when a person is afraid, he shakes. When the, the roar, when there's a roar, there's a shaking of the vocal cords. Very powerful shaking. Now what happens if you look at a, at a, the string of a piano or the string of a guitar when it, when it, when you play the string, when it makes a sound, it shakes. And there's a concept of resonance, so important because I believe it's essential to what's going on here. The concept of resonance is if you play, if I play a note on my keyboard, and it's the same note as is on my guitar, which is in the room, so then the guitar string will start to shake with the sound of the keyboard. The idea is that that's resonance. When we hear something, when we hear something that causes us to shake, we shake. When we hear something fearful, we shake. When we hear the sound of the lion's roar, which is the shaking of his voice, we shake. When we hear Hashem speak, we speak. When we hear that Hashem, when, when we hear that Hashem is one to be feared, His presence evokes fear, we speak that, we resonate with that. We ourselves evoke that. What do I mean? I was thinking about, you know, the Jewish people, we could say, are the most feared people in the entire world, in, in all of history. The Goyim hate us. The nations of the world have always despised us. Why? You don't have to look farther than Hitler. Why did Hitler want to destroy the Jewish people? Because we are the conscience of the world. We represent God in the world. We say no. The forces of evil say yes, do whatever you want. God consciousness says no, you can't do whatever you want. You can't have homosexuality. You can't steal. You can't kill. You can't do whatever you feel like doing. There are limitations on what we're allowed to do and that is That is the noise of and we Evoke that as well. The Jewish people, our very existence, evokes the fact that there is a God. And God wants us to be a certain way. And we are obligated to be that way. Hard thing to hear. Hard thing to understand. Hard thing to relate to. But the nations of the world also have to fear. They also have to shake. When God said, I am Hashem your God, it wasn't just for the Jewish people, it was. But it was something that would reverberate and, and we would all resonate with for the last 3,300 years throughout history, throughout time. Now listen to the continuation of the, the Medrash. It's just extremely powerful. What is this idea that the, the nations are going to shake? The nations shake. The nations are afraid. They shook then, said the Medrash. They shook at the time when Hashem said, And they will shake in the future time when Hashem reveals Himself to the world again. It says it's, it's a mushal, it's an analogy. 
to a donestus. A donestus is a certain governmental official. It was a malva. He would lend money. Shemile kisei zehuvim. He filled his pockets with golden coins. He was standing and he was yelling. He was in the, in the, perhaps in the town square and he was yelling out, Whoever wants to come, let them come and borrow. Whoever wants to come and borrow money, come and borrow. You would think everyone would be running to him. No. Everyone heard and they ran away. Everyone ran away. Why? Because they recognized that if they borrow this money, they were afraid. I'm borrowing this money. If I borrow the zuhu from the golden coins, I'm going to have to pay them back to this official, to the king. How will I be able to pay them back? I don't know how I'm going to be able to pay them back. There's two different gearses here in the Medrash. I'm going to go with, with one of the gearses that just makes it Simpler, not the one that's, that's in the Sefer, but the one that they change it to. The whole world was shaking. Hashem came down, and the whole world was shaking. The entire earth was shaking. The heavens were dripping. The, the, the mountains were sweating in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Interesting. The beams that held up the heavens, they were weakened. The nation of Israel, the Jewish people, we were shaking. We were shaking. The whole mountain was shaking. What was this about? Hashem was speaking the words of life. He was saying, this is what life looks like. If you want to live in my world, I am the source of life. This is what life looks like. you got to resonate with me. And that resonating with Hashem, that is a powerful noise. It's a powerful roar of a line, 114 decibels. 25 times louder than a lawnmower. That's what it says. When a person who's a tzaddik walks into the room, he speaks so loudly without a word. Without a word, because he is resonating with the roar of the lion of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. He's resonating with that guy who came and he's saying, "Come, borrow money from me," and he's yelling out. And everyone's running away. Why? Why are they running away? Why are all the nations running away? And why, as we're going to see in a moment, why did they? What were they afraid of? They won't be able to pay back on the day of of judgment. What does that mean? Let's see it inside. If when when Hashem was giving life to the world, he was he was giving the Torah. As I'm unfortunate to say, the Torah is the it's shaking up the world, but it's also giving the Torah the world a foundation. The world would be destroyed if not for the Torah. The Torah is what gives the world life. It's what gives us the yesod, a foundation. Makes us yatsiv. It makes us. And we can't fall down from all the shaking. So if that's the case, if there was shaking when it came to giving the Torah, which was something that gives life to the world, when Hashem comes, the end of time, before Mashiach arrives, and also 
Olam Haba, when we move into the following stage, which is the world to come, in the year 6,000. So what happens? The world shakes. There's a noise. And perhaps, I was thinking, I don't know, I don't know for sure, but perhaps this is the sound of the shofar. The shofar is being blown at Har Sinai. We hear the sound. It shakes you up. It shakes us up every Elul, every Rosh Hashanah. It shakes us up. God is the king. There's that sound. Again, the Kabbalah shofar Godol. The greater shofar, the greater lion's roar, perhaps. The greater blowing of that shofar, which shakes us up. It says what the real reality is. Which, if we've been resonating with that reality, then we're going to be okay. But the nations of the world who deny that reality, who want to go with their own version of reality, who want to deny HaKadosh Baruch, who want to deny that there is Yesh Dim Yesh Dayan, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is there, and that He has a way, that He wants us to run our lives, specifically. It's not about selfishness, it's not about me, 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 it's about giving, giving out, giving out chesed, love, ava, in the right way. In front of God's anger, who will stand? Who will be able to sustain themselves in the day that Hashem comes? When Hashem gets angry, as it were, who will be able to stand there? Who will not be afraid of the King of the Nations? Reference to Hashem. What is the idea here? I think the idea is extremely powerful and it's inside of this analogy. Hashem gives us a Torah. Why is it compared to a, a government official who's lending money? And why is everyone afraid to take the money? Take the money! You can't build a business if you don't borrow money. Usually. You need capital. Why don't you take the money? What is this Mashal saying? An amazing thing. When you take that money, when you borrow that money, you have an achrayas. You have a responsibility. You have to pay that money back. And that means that between now and when the money is due, you got to do something with that money. You have to guarantee that you'll still have that money. And in the meantime, you'll have made money to feed your family. Akash Baruch who gives us the taira, he's lending us money. I am Hashem, your God. He's lending us money. He's saying, I want you to take this. I'm giving you a secret. I'm giving you the secret of success. I'm giving you the capital that you can accomplish something real in the world. It's called the Torah. If you follow the dictates of the Torah, if you fulfill the commandments, if you learn the Torah, you try to understand my will, if you resonate with me, you hear the lions roar, you too will roar. You too through your commitment to the Torah, you will also produce amazing things. And when I come to collect, on the day of collection, and I say, hey, who, who's got the money still? Who still has the money in their hands? Who's used the money to produce income, so to speak? Spiritual income. And who squandered it or didn't bother borrowing it because they were too afraid they wouldn't be able to pay at the end? That's the question that we're going to face off with when Mashiach comes, when the Messiah arrives. That's the question we're going to face off with in the final Yom Hadin. 
But that's the roar of the lion. Will I accept that responsibility? Will I take the cold hard cash that's being offered to me right now today to borrow? But I'm going to have to pay it back. I'm going to have to have something to show for having borrowed it. I'm going to have to give back that money. The guy run away. Me lawyer, they can't hear, they can't resonate with that lion's roar. Shem says, when you hear this roar, you're going to shake too. You're going to shake also. When you hear Hashem's voice speaking to you, you have to be misnabe. You have to say prophecy. It's going to shake you to your core. You're going to be a different person. But with that payment, with that amazing gift that Hashem gives you, the gift of Anoichi Hashem Elikecha, that I am Hashem your God, with that gift comes an amazing responsibility. You can't drop the ball. You have to pay it back. You can't, you can't lose that money. You have to use the money in order to feed your family, and at the end of the day, you gotta pay that money back. It's frightening. It shakes us to the core. It shakes the whole world. But it's what keeps the world alive. Without without the lion's roar, without our resonance with that roar, without ourselves roaring, without our commitment, without our taking that money, borrowing that money, being ready to be committed to make sure to pay it back at the end. Without that, the world is over. It's finished. We don't get anywhere. The world doesn't get anywhere. They fear. They're afraid. They run away. And in the end, they're still caught by the lion's roar. Even the nations will have to pay at the end of the day. They'll have to answer why they didn't borrow that money. Why they didn't take that golden capital. Why they didn't say, I'm going to be committed and I'm going to make sure to have that money at the end of the day. That is what I believe is the Pshat in this medrash. It's a touching medrash, a beautiful medrash, and it speaks to how important it is if we want to have a real life if we want to have a real life we want to come to the end of our days after 120 we've done something with our time it takes real commitment to be really committed to the Torah I need to be roaring just like Hashem is shayeg He's roaring He's saying this is my earth this is my world we have to be shaking Har Sinai HaKadosh Baruch Hu Gave us a Torah, he, sh- he shook up the world, he shook us up, he shook up our souls. He shook up the physical world and said, this is what it's about, resonate with my roar. Resonate with my roar, louder than any sound perhaps, any natural sound in the world. Resonate with my roar. I want to bless you and ask you to bless me, Hashem should help us, that we should be zeicha, to hear the lion's roar, <coughs> excuse me, to hear what the words mean, I am Hashem your God. Hashem should help us that it should penetrate into us and should resonate within us so that we indeed roar as well and we share with the world the most powerful commitment and indeed we show up at the end of time with the money to pay back the loan because we were committed all along. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful Shabbos. This podcast was made possible through the gracious donations of listeners like you. For more podcasts like this, please visit www.arigoldwag.com or search on iTunes, Ari Goldwag.